Kohler Smart Toilets introduce a new standard of design and cleanliness, sculptural forms, intuitive technology, and total personalization with integrated warm water cleansing, heated seats, and warm air dryers. For peace of mind and convenience, there are touchless lids, seats, flush, and a self-sanitizing bidet wand. Now you can even use voice commands with Numi 2.0, featuring built-in Amazon Alexa. Explore the complete lineup at Kohler.com slash smart toilets and discover what you've been missing. Dental Associates of Northern Virginia redefine what it means to visit the dentist. Get top quality personalized support from committed experts who prioritize the well-being and satisfaction of you and your family. Care is centered on a highly personalized treatment plan backed by the trust and support of long-lasting relationships. Schedule your next appointment by visiting dental1-va.com slash offer slash SiriusXM. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, honey, you know your dad's world-famous chili. Yeah, the one that takes 24 hours to make. So I was trying to help out and bring the pot to the table, but it was like super hot. And then I um dropped it. And now the floor looks all, you know, stained with chili. Look, the point is, you guys cool with pizza for dinner? <laughs> Honey? Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. The South Dakota Stories, Volume 7. My trip to South Dakota was the best summer ever. Now I don't need to go to Mars. Because I've been to the Badlands. And I caught a bigger walleye than Dad when we went to the Missouri River. Then I rode my bike through these huge rocks called needles. Ooh, I also saw my first herd of bison, even a fuzzy furry baby one. I can't wait to go back and see more. There's so much South Dakota. So little time. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Lay. Yeah. Yeah. Kane is in the building. Yeah. Alright, already the show goes on all night. Till uh. the morning we dream so long. Anybody ever wonder when they would see the sun? Just remember when it comes like the show. What's up? And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Always Pressing PGA DFS podcast, previewing the 2022 Farmers Insurance Open. One of the big ones, most will say, starts the season off because all the big dogs are there. So it should be a lot of fun. Before we get into that, make sure you check out the podcast on Twitter at Always Press DFS. If you give a rate and review on iTunes, we would appreciate that as well. I am on Twitter at BDentric, and my co host is always on Twitter at DFS Golf Gods. Jesse, how are we doing, man? I'm doing well. Who day, man? Yes, whew, who day for sure. Yeah, I forgot. You always forget you're a Bengals fan, but uh, yeah, big win, big win. Yes. Should be a big game, big game yeah. this weekend. It was uh, it was a good weekend overall. You know, football, and then obviously the. I didn't really watch any of the golf. Did you watch any golf? I I was I watching it Thursday, Friday, but I didn't watch it Saturday, Sunday. I would watch yeah. it before football would start, and then in between the games, we'd always have a little break, and then like half times, like on the early games. So I, I was yeah. in and out. I wasn't like dedicated to it. Well. It was a clusterfuck, just like we thought it was going to oh, be. Oh, yes, 100%. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't even know how to explain it. Well, I, was, like, I saved a couple. Like On Twitter, there's always some gems here and there, so like, I take screenshots of things that are worth talking about. So for, for one, for fun, the optimal lineup spent, oh, spent $43,000. Yeah. Spent 43000 of your $50,000 yeah. for you keeping track at home. So you could have left seven grand on the table, which nobody in the right mind would ever do on right. the face of the plane. Like I, I use the optimizer on Fantasy National, and I still go through each lineup because someone have like two thousand left. I'm like, okay, I got to tweak this. Like mm-hmm. I'm not leaving two thousand on the table. Yeah. Uh, they left seven grand. They used Swafford, who obviously won. Harmon, Hoagie, Lanto, Lee Hodges, Molinari. I no, no, no. Magic Eight Ball would have taught you that one. No, it's not happening, man. I mean, in in the top. I mean, five there, basically, like, I mean, we talked about Harmon a little bit and Swafford, yeah. 
Lonzo hadn't been playing great. I don't know who the no. fuck Lee Hodges is. And Tom Hoagie, I mean, I, you know, he's, I like Hoagie. Yeah. I mean, he's, you know, he's on the radar, yeah. but for like a second place finish, no. Yeah. Um, and Molly, Molly, Molly baby. Yeah. Francisco's there. I really thought that it was Cantlay's after his first yeah. couple rounds. I just thought it was like he's going to run away with this. And then he's just, you know, kind of sputtered over the weekend. And Rom didn't play great. Um, still shot 14 under and finished 14th, uh, but expected more out of him. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, you know, that's just, to me, it's my least favorite tournament of the whole entire year. Yeah. I got, I, I'll play, I prefer the, like AT&T, the one in Pebble more than I do the Amex. Like, yeah, as, I mean, as, because at least on Sunday, we're, you know, getting some good views and you're watching guys play yeah. three really good courses. Um, you know, those courses out there, I mean, like, do I ever want to make a special trip to go play La Quinta? No, it's <laughs> well, not going to happen. The worst part is the courses; those they're they're at their best and most beautiful in the summertime when it's 110 right. degrees. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I have friends that go and they literally tee off the second the sun crows over the crest at like 5:45 in the morning, mm-hmm. so they're done by like 11:30. Yeah, I guarantee it, and and it's not brown. Yeah, that's the thing is, it's a, the whole place looks green, looks beautiful, absolutely right. beautiful. But like you go early, otherwise you like fry to death. I'd say it's, it's, it's crazy. in the desert, but you know, I mean, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, I, I really think that, and I, I think the probably reason that they don't, I thought about this over the weekend is they don't change this up. Is this, I'd say that golf tournament just raises ungodly amounts of money for charity. Got to be, got to be. Uh, Cause I'm sure the, the entry fee to play three rounds with these pros out there is, is 25,000 and 30, whatever it is. And it just raises so much money. So I get it to a certain extent, but just from like the, the golf fan in me, like, it's just like, this is the worst man. Yeah. Cause I know like Pebble talking to some of the people I know that actually play in that tournament. It is a lot of money just to get your name on the list basically. So right. I, can only ima- I can only imagine what the one in, you know, down South that the, the Amex is like, it's gotta be pretty big. Cause you don't see a lot of the celebrities. So it's a lot of big name companies, putting up their ceos to get right. that deal exactly. where you know the pro-am is the celebrities like yeah, i can't have that but we're gonna go do this type thing so yeah and uh, a lot more shenanigans take place on that one than you see at the amex so definitely different but another thing we talked about is we talked about a lot of long shots and obviously hudson swafford takes it down played great like it was it was fun watching like barjong he yeah he, man he i there. saw his name up there and i thought of you yeah like that's back-to-back weeks he was 6200 the week before i had a ton of wesley bryan at 62 um, if I could just continuously do that all year, we're going to be great. But um, I, the odds of that happening slim to none. But uh, Hudson Swafford was around 200 to 1 to win this thing. And just goes to show you this event. Siwoo was 60 uh, last year. The year before, Landry was 200 to 1. The year before that, Adam Long was 500 to 1. You had Rom won at 8 to 1. Then you had Swafford again won this thing at 50 to 1. And then those are all kind of 40s, 50s, 60s. But the last few years, monsters are taking it yeah. down and, and it could anybody on that leaderboard was pretty much a monster so it's it's, it's pretty crazy well i mean it's just you know it's a it's Very a classic cool. putt fest yeah, but with the, with the added like um with the added burden of having to play with due to her shooting 45 <laughs> yep. you know so yeah so, i mean it's, Speaking- it's it's a mental a grinding you know i mean it's it probably takes a yeah, you know, I mean, special kind of dude to put up with that shit sometimes. As good that's as why they play. Are. That's why they play three courses. It's like seven round, seven hour rounds of golf. I can't do it. I, right. I get fed up when I'm playing a scramble and it takes, and you know, those take forever because it's just a, like, scrambles you think shouldn't take forever, but they take forever if you're in the wrong tournament. Yeah. And there's some by like the 15th hole when we're on like hour six. I'm ready to just. I start walking. I get out of the golf cart and start walking around because I'm like, this is freaking miserable. Um. But uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a quick pace kind of guy. If I can, like you know, play ready golf type thing. Let's go. So, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah it's, it's a tough one. The other thing I was going to ask you is you didn't watch a lot of golf, so I'm pretty sure you didn't watch this. But it was on every morning on Golf Channel before the Amex came on, and it was I forget the name of it now, but it was down there in Florida with the LPGA and their pro am. Did you watch any of that? No, I didn't see. That was fun to watch. Now was that it? was. A, the, the women were playing just amazing golf. Daniel Kang came back and won it. Nelly Corda. I was I was watching a lot. It was weird, but the the pro is mainly a lot of athletes, baseball players, some football players. A fish, the golfer was there. I mean, the, the tennis player was there. Annika Sorensen was in the celebrity bracket. She I can't remember if she won it or almost won it, but uh, it was it was really fun because they teed off on the same tees as the women did. 
and <laughs> it was interesting. So yeah, I thought that was down in Florida. I thought that was a, that was more entertaining at least than the annex was. But I'm with you. I digress. I digress. Uh, let's talk farmers. Farmers, this is a big one. Like I kind of made the tongue-in-cheek joke, but it's true. It's like when the season kind of starts. We kind of we still have the pro am next week with Pebble Beach, but then you got waste management and Genesis. Like we start getting into the grind of let's play some big boy golf. And uh, the farmers is because you got Tory Pines in place. So why don't you give us some past event history on uh, the farmers insurance open? One thing right out the gate, Wednesday start. Yep. Do you hear me? Yeah, I got you. I didn't know because my screen kind you of froze for, you froze for a couple seconds but <laughs> yes wednesday start we're good good old spectrum um so last year uh patrick reed a few questionable drops uh 14 under uh five shots over Finau, hovland norlander palmer and shoffley 2020 was mark leishman couldn't hit a fairway still shot 15 under one shot over john rom 2019 was justin rose 21 under two shots over scott adam scott uh, 2018 was Jason Day, his second win here. 10 under in a playoff over Norrin Palmer. Norrin and Palmer. Um, 2017 was John Rom, 13 under, three shots over Hal and CT Pan. Uh, Brant Snedeker won this tournament in 2016 before a hurricane blew in. Six under, one shot over KJ Choi, who had a lead and then got caught in like 75,000 mile an hour winds and, and blew it. So there's uh, a lot of big names up there winning this tournament a lot of big names and most of them not all of them obviously because brant snedeker is there and even patrick reed they can uh they can pipe it quite a ways yeah and that's a, that's a big thing at this golf course because we're playing two courses being a pro-am and all in short times a day like usual but we're playing uh tory pines north tory pines south you play each of them uh one day, wednesday one thursday and then you get to play the south course friday and saturday and uh, this is where they had the us open last year as well for those that uh, do not know but uh, you want to get your money made at the north course because it's only about 7,250 yards, where the south course is 7,760 yards, over 500 yards of difference. It is the longest course on the PGA Tour when there's no majors involved. Last year, it was the third longest. But the first longest was the the U.S. Open at Torrey Pines. And then I believe it was the um, the PGA Championship that Phil won was the second longest last year. So. Usually, year in and year out, Torrey Pines is the longest golf course. Torrey Pines South is the longest golf course on tour. And what you need to do, like I said, score on the north course. It's got bent grass greens. The south course has POA. You're going to hear POA, POA, POA a lot because I play on POA, and it sucks at certain times of the day. It's just the way it goes. You learn how to deal with it, but it's one of those that grows fast. It uh, leaves marks from people playing in front of you a lot more than other golf courses. It's uh, You'll see putts that get hit and kind of get some weird bounces once in a while on TV, and you'll get angry golfers, and it's very, very entertaining to say the least. Like one, like Dustin Johnson, I, I remember in years past, thought said he hates playing on the West Coast because of Poa, but he's here this year because he didn't make the tournament champions. He always likes to play at least one tournament before things get going. Well, here he is. But uh, long, long golf course, the driving distance is huge. Some of the more narrow uh, fairways in all of golf. So driving accuracy is nice because these are small greens and you want to obviously want to stick the greens if you can. It's harder to do out of the rough. But as you mentioned with Leishman, he couldn't hit a fairway and still won. The rough isn't super penal, especially if you're hitting it farther down. Think like Bryson DeChambeau at uh, either in the API and stuff like that is, is something to keep in mind. Um, other than that, a lot of scrambling is going to be involved. Like I said small greens. You're going to want to save pars like bogey or better. is Or, or bogey avoidance, I mean, is a, is a, is a nice little – stat to add into your usual like scramblings and off the tees and you're going to look at a lot of approaches from 175 to 200 and a lot over 200 most of the par fours are 450 to 500 and most of your par fives are 550 to 600 so you're going to want to look at those as well but it's a it's a big boy course you'll see some names pop up from time to time and when we get into the picks it was one of those where i had to do my modeling but with so much past event history i had to look at i looked at guys that have done well here I also compared them to courses like the Genesis because the Riviera is a tough golf course with POA. Uh, Wells Fargo, very long, long golf course. It's not POA, but the, the, the parameters are very similar uh, in theory. And anything you think like, tough courses like API and whatnot. So if you can kind of garner anything from those tournaments, I would uh, take a little gander out of that. But overall, it's, it's tough. Like Eagles are very hard to come by here. And the birdies, like uh, the ninth hole, the 13th hole and the part and those are all the 9th, 13th and 18th are all par fives. They have a better than 30% birdie rate. The par five, six is better than 40% birdie rate. Other than that, 
get your popcorn ready. So if the par five scoring will be somewhat important. I wouldn't garner it all on that, but it's going to be pretty important. So what stats are you looking at this week? Yeah, driving distance or off the tee, stroke scan off the tee if you prefer. Um, greens and regulation or stroke scan uh, approach. Um, and then plenty of course history as well. I mean, you know, it's one of those things where if you look at a lot of the past winning scores, obviously over the last few years, it's made it to double digits, but there was a stretch there of three years where, you know, they didn't make it to double digits for the winning score. It was 600, 900, 900 from 16 to 14. I think that a lot has to do with weather. I looked at the weather. I don't see any issues. There's really not a lot of wind that I saw so far in the forecast. So, um, you know, I think Brody or better is probably where you're going to want to lean. Uh, as far as that goes. Yeah, as far as I know for now, it's supposed to be pretty nice here on the West Coast. Like uh, we're talking low 70s, not much rain in the forecast this week. So I, th- I think we're pretty good there. And it's in La Jolla, California. So uh, like uh, Jesse mentioned, or no, that was before the show, we were talking about Pebble. You're going to get a lot of great ocean views at La Jolla too. It's a yeah. beautiful golf course. My buddy lives about 10 minutes from there and plays the north and south at least once a week, one of the two once a week, because you get a nice discount living in like it's ridiculous the price they get to play that golf course um so it's it's ready to rock and roll it should be a fun one indeed dom is in the chat saying let's go boys so good to see dom he's a he's one of the the long timers here but uh before we get into the the picks and all that fun stuff a couple things at fanshiresports.com if you're looking for awesome ownership tools and other tools they are developing at fanshire sports go check them out promo code always press gets you 20 percent off the package of your choice just a couple things you can tweak all kinds of things to search on, but DraftKings scoring over the last six events, just guys coming in good form. Uh, Justin Thomas, Sam Burns, John Rahm, Hideki Matsuyama, DeChambeau, Leishman. Just remember a lot of these guys, a lot of these tournaments were not from the last few events. So keep that in mind, but these are, these will kind of make it a little different. Last six events on POA, POA greens. You got Patty Reed leading the way. John Rahm, Bryson Brooks is putting well on POA, which, interesting uh burger and the nick taylor which makes sense pebble winner there nick taylor and then uh last six events par 72 over 7400 yards you got jordan spieth leading the way there aaron wise will zalator sam burns taylor gooch scotty scheffler so a couple of extra names to keep in mind when you're kind of breaking the goods down for this field but uh let's just get right at it dk picks for the farmers insurance open 10K and above. You got Rom at 11.2, JT at 10.9, Hideki at 10.6, DJ at 10.3, Xander at 10.1, Berger at 10,000. The all rate, uh, almost 13th or better, except Berger in my model. So, what do you like here? Yeah, I'll start with uh, John Rom, obviously. I mean, it's number one player in the world. Uh, you know, I mean, he, he is what he is. He won the U.S. Open here last year, uh, finished seventh, hasn't finished outside the finished seventh before, earlier in the year before that hasn't finished us of the top 10 since 2018 does have a win. I mean, just goes without saying, I think that, you know, JT always gets ownership. Um, so I, I'm just kind of looking at Hideki man at 10, six, he hasn't missed a cut here since 2016. Um, finishes aren't necessarily great. 26, 53rd, 45th, 3rd, 12th, 33rd since 2016, which was only missed cut, but coming off the win has two wins in his last three starts. Um, the was middle of the road finish at the tournament champions, whatever. But I mean, I just feel like Hideki is going to be overlooked in this range and could be wrong on that, obviously, but, People don't like to play Hideki and, you know, Rom, JT's going to get ownership. DJ's going to probably get his own. You know, Xander's typically decently popular. So I'm leaning towards playing a lot of Hideki this week. That worked well for me at the Sony because I kind of had a similar mindset there that he's going to be the overlooked. He gets overlooked at almost all these fields because he's priced high, like you said. So that's definitely something to talk, uh, think oh, about. Oh, and Burger. Sorry, I didn't mention Burger. I forgot uh, he was 10,000, but I'm on Burger too. I like Burger. Go ahead. Um, real quick from Dominic, he wanted to mention um, 11 of the th- past 13 winners here at a top 10 at the Farmers before they won. Raw making his first start in Stallings were the only exceptions. One, so. one other thing, too, I saw on just a, a trend from uh, Jeff at the Fantasy Grind. Uh, seven of the past eight winners except Day in 18 had made at least one professional start in the calendar year before winning. I have noticed like there's something just about being ramped up, and that's what's kind of – I literally, I almost missed our start time because I was going through literally everything on Fantasy National going, I was like, click on each player profile, how they do in the courses I mentioned, other things. And because like they didn't rate out good, I'm like, the way they play golf would fit this course like beautifully. 
you got to think about it, the last X amount of tournaments, they haven't been the longest courses or the most challenging courses. Right. So if you're looking at like longer stuff and favoring this, that, and the other, they're not going to rate out well. And I also used, um, I, I, I did my normal stats and I also made it on difficult to score because this is a very difficult to score course. And that changed things up a boatload. If I took difficult off, it was pretty interesting to see how things uh, straightened out, but uh, definitely gives merit to, you know, playing regularly, playing on tough courses, playing on long courses. And I'm with you. Rom's the go-to. It's obvious, you know, won the U.S. Open here. He's won the Farmers here. The dude's elite. Like, he had his probably C-plus game last week and still only finished, what, seven off? Like, he could have easily <laughs> torched that field at any given he time. Missed, he in Saturday, too. I don't know if you uh-huh. saw some of the lowlights from Saturday for him, but yeah. he was just lipping shit out left and right. Yeah. It was fun watching him because – you know, most of us amateur golfers, we um, will have a lot of four-letter words when we play golf or we'll show, like, some silly emotions that most people just think we're stupid for. Rom was showing those all the time. It yeah. was – that's one of those I wish I was following him because where the camera was off, he was probably just letting it fly. So <laughs> it would have been really fun. But uh, he's in play every single week if you want to. Um, I love the Hideki call. He's 13th in my model. He's fourth um, in approach in difficult scoring conditions. He's second in bogey avoidance. He's fifth in DK scoring, which is going to – DK scoring will be should be lower this week, I'll say. So a guy that can actually score pretty well, that's pretty tremendous as well. The proximity game, the iron play we always talk about with Hideki, flourishes at events like this. So I like Hideki quite a bit. I'm nervous about DJ, like that stat you mentioned, having to play um, at least one round. Hasn't done that. I don't think he's even played in the Farmers, at least not in the longest of times. So I'm avoiding DJ. Xander's going to be very popular. Second in my model, second in approach, first in par five scoring, sixth in par four. Like He rates out beautifully. I'll have a couple sprinkles, but he's going to be probably the chalk in this range. So I'll avoid it. And I do like the burger call. I think he's a great pivot off of Xander here. Uh, he's 27th in my model, but he's still you know, fourth in bogey avoidance. We know he can pipe it from time to time. Just depends on if he got the putter going or not. Uh, he could be a nice contrarian play. But I, I think Hideki might be the dude here. Or this might be an old-fashioned week, Jesse, for the regular listeners of the show. Let's just start in the 9K range. There's <laughs> so yeah. many options. Uh, you got Bryson at 99, Burns at 97, Brooks at 96, Scheffler at 95, Spieth at 94, Sungjae 93, Willie Z at 92, Finau 91, Leishman at 9,000. Lots to like here. Yeah, start with Brooks for me. He finished fourth year last year, 9,600 bucks uh, this year. He's you know he's made a start this year at the Tournament of Champions. Um, I do think we see a different Brooks overall uh, this year. Uh, you know. Obviously, DeChambeau, Burns, Scheffler, Spieth. I'm not going to talk anybody out of playing those guys if they want to. Sung Jay um, has never missed a cut here. Four straight made cuts. Now, his best finish is 32nd, so it's not like he's lighting this golf course up. Come off an 11th place finish last week. Uh, Zalatoris talked about him last week, um, and he played really well, especially on Friday when he shot 61. Uh, finished sixth last week, so he's got that start in the belt. Now his 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 course history is not the best. Miscut seventh, okay. Miscut in at the U.S. Open seventh last year at this actual tournament, and uh, and miscut the year or three years before that. So the seventh place finish really what you want to focus on. I like Will Will Zalatoris quite a bit this week. Finau very playable. He did miss the uh, U.S. Open cut, but but the year but a few months before that finished second at this actual tournament. Um, and does have a couple starts already this year. So, really, I, I like Will Zalatoris more than anybody else here. But I'm with you. I mean, like, just fading the top t- the, the 10K and getting, you know, being able to jam in more people, you know, quote-unquote better golfers, I am I would get on board with that this week, especially, you know, for smaller field events or smaller tournaments. Yeah, the 6K, and it's not as forgiving as I think in recent weeks. We'll have a few we can probably talk about of interest, but – I think kind of loading up a couple guys here in the 9K might be a little more feasible as we get going here. But I usually am not the biggest Bryson fan, but I kind of like him this week. I really do. He's eighth in my model. He's first off the tee. Um, his putter is playing great of late. He's second in par five, first in driving distance, second in par four, first, first in proximity over 200 yards. Like He's got it all going. I know things can get haywire with Bryson at times, and it, it hasn't been like the best – overall run of late with, with Bryson DeChambeau T25 of the century is really nothing to you know write home about was there 33 golfers in that field so not not elite by any means and he hasn't played since 2018 he obviously played the U.S. Open but he miscut miscut in his two times at the Farmers but that was before he was this let, let's bomb it and go crazy guy it's a totally different Bryson showing up here this go around so I'm very intrigued with him at $9,900 
at the same time, I love Sam Burns. 9700 bucks. He's played very, very well at this course, T18, T49, 240 the last two years, and his current form coming in is outstanding. So I like some Sammy Burns to play with. You know, like you said, if you want to go Scheffler, that's fine. I think Spieth is interesting. If I could see Spieth coming in low-owned, 18th in my model, he's second around the green, which I think is going to be very, very important because he's great at saving those pars. He's actually 10th in the par-5 scoring. And uh, most importantly, I wouldn't have guessed this looking at this, but in difficult conditions over the last 24 rounds, he's first in DK scoring. That stood out to me in a big, big way. So a guy like Spieth at 9400 bucks, if uh, he's coming in pretty low-owned, I think he's a great pivot in this 9K range. Willie Z is a great play. Curious to see what his ownership looks like after last week, and people already loved him to begin with, so that's going to make things a little tough. I like Fino a lot at $9,100. You know, that you mentioned last year's T2, T6, T13, T6, T4, his last five events at this golf course at Farmers Insurance Open. So I like Fino quite a bit, and if you want to go leash, you can. I don't mind it. So I love this 9K range. Three or four guys that I'll be using a ton of in my, uh, my 20 max builds. 8K range. We've got Gooch, Connors, Reed, Matty Wolf, who just went destructo last week. Uh, Homo, Homa, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of uh, McNeely, and Palmer round out the 8K range. What do you like here? Yeah, I mean, Gooch up top there. Um, been a, it's been a rough couple of weeks for him. He had to play with uh, Kevin Nas, uh, you know, notoriously one of the slower players on tour. Apparently, he's a pretty fast player, and then he had to fucking deal with all that shit last week at the American Express, and he missed the cut. I mean, if you weren't shooting 300 every day, basically just go to the house. Last weekend, he starts with the 75, um, which just puts him way behind the eight ball, just much much like um, Matt Wolf. Uh, Matt shot, what do you shoot on the first day? Like he shot like a lot. Yeah, yeah 78. Yeah. And he backed up with a 67. Um, but I think going back to Gooch, you get a little bit less ownership. Corey Connors, you know, dude, ball striker extraordinaire. He's made the cut both times he's played this event. He did miss the cut at the U.S. Open. But, I mean, you know, how much weight are you actually putting on that when the course is completely different? Another guy who started really bad last week um, but had been playing really, really good golf before that, you know, 11th, 22nd, 40th in his three previous starts to the American Express where he did miss the, the cut there. Is it a Pat Reed week? Uh, not for me, no. Well, I guess we'll just skip over him. I mean – not a Pat Reed week for the dude who hasn't ever missed a cut here. Did withdraw in, t- in 2016. I, I don't mean, blame. I don't blame anybody for playing him. It's just I, I think there's more. I don't know. It sounds bad since he did win the darn thing, but I think there's more win equity at different guys in this. He, he doesn't seem like he has the winning form right now. If that yeah, makes sense. I'm with you on that. No, I, I totally understand what you're saying. Um, McNeely 8200. Uh, dude can uh, go low on par fives. Uh, has not missed a cut since the Shriners back in October. Um, Played the Sony, finished 27th. Just playing really good golf, solid golf right now. Ryan Palmer at 8,100, another guy who I think, uh, you know, could do well here again. He he finished second here last year at this event. Does have, that's his second, second place finish at the event. Um, and it's coming off a really solid Sony Open where he finished 12th. Scored a shit ton of DraftKings points. Was not owned. Will not be owned again this week at 8,100. Yeah, it's a good range as well to pair with your 9K. I love the Gooch call at $8,900. He's 12th in my model. Um, the last couple of terms, like you mentioned, not his cup of tea, as they say, but 18th in DK scoring, 13th in proximity, 175 to 200. So definitely a guy that can uh, get it back on track at a course like this and also, you know, hits it decent off the tee. So he can be just fine here. I don't mind going back to Matty Wolf. I was heavy on Matty Wolf last week, so that stung. I think it's a great week to go back and, and get to him because this is a guy that can – he's eighth in the field in driving distance. Even after last week, I know that we only had one course's stats in here, but fifth in my model, he's a ninth in approach. He's 10th in bogey avoidance, 10th in DK points, 16th in proximity. He's like he, – he, he rates out very well in almost every statistical category I'm looking at. So I don't have a problem going back to Matt Wolf, and he, he usually plays these tougher courses very, very well. Um, you mentioned uh, Palmer. I think he's a great play. I'm wondering how popular he's going to be because the thing with Ryan Palmer is he's always very good at certain courses. Like he's a course history guru. Like you mentioned Sony. He's always played good at Sony. He loves playing here. He's finished very well here. Like you mentioned the two top two finishes. He rates out very well here. I like him at 8100 bucks. And the other guy I do like here a lot is Max Homa. Uh, if you're looking at comparison courses, he's won at the Riv. He's won at Quail Hollow for um, the Wells Fargo. He plays really good West Coast golf to begin with. Plus, he's coming in pretty decent form, like not the the best of form, but uh, decent form 
Where is Max Homa? Here he is. T15 of the century, uh, miscut at the RSM and 35th of the US or at the Houston Open. And then most importantly here, T18 last year, T9 the year before. So definitely gonna play these courses. I like him a lot, actually, at 8400 bucks. A guy that has that win ac- equity that we could see kind of popping in this kind of event. So some really good options here in the 8K range. 75 to 79, you got Bradley, Rose, Kim, Billy Ho, Neiman, Lanto, Hughes, Tringali, List, Molly, Wise, Day, Hoagie, Norin. Yeah, Keegan at 79, I think, is uh, is interesting. I mean, you know, obviously, he does better at places that aren't putt fests, and he's he's done well in the past year. Um, 16th, 35th, 5th, 4th in his last four starts. He did miss the cut in 2016, but pretty solid for Keegan. Coming off a 12th place finish at the Sony Open. Um, writes out pretty well on the model. Neiman at 77. Has never missed a cut here. Uh, now he's his his form coming in maybe not the best, but he's not played since the RSM. He did miss his last two cuts. He missed the cut the RSM and the Houston Open, but you know it's been a couple months, so I'd imagine he's been working on some stuff. Lonto, man, if he's I hope Lonto has a good year. Uh, last year was a down year for him. Uh, it, it looks like you know maybe he's figured some shit out. I don't know. Uh, played well last week, finished third. Does have decent course history at the U.S. Open last year, 35th, 7th, a few months before that at this tournament. And then, yeah, Molly, man. Um, you know, he played the U.S. Open last year, finished 13th, finished 10th in this event last year as well. And and he had a shitty year. He had a terrible year. So, I mean, sixth place finish. I, he might be super popular at 7,600. I don't know. Uh, but I do like Francisco at 76 quite a bit. And then... Man, I, I, my model loves Luke List, dude, and I just mm-hmm. I hate it whenever he, he's do. loved by my model. Four straight May cuts at this event. Yep. Come off a twenty second last week, had a you know pretty solid fall swing. Um, I don't know how much I'll play him, but you know, I mean, he should do this. This hypothetically would be a place that I would think that he would do well at um, with the length, and then obviously the ball striking, and not having to make every single putt on the green. Yeah, it's like you said with Keegan, it's not a putting contest, so he fits much more in this mold. He rates that well for me, too. Like I'm checked off. He's 32nd in my model here. If I took off the difficulty rating, he's fourth. Like this, they, they, The key stats I'm looking at, I love him, fourth in driving distance. Um, he can get going at any 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 moment of time. If he finds that putter, it's enough. It's almost like if he just gets zero strokes gain putting. Just don't be a negative. He's probably going to finish pretty well, so definitely someone to, t- to take a look at for sure. But um, I'm with you on Keegan. I got him checked off as well at 7,900 bucks, 33rd in my model, great off the tee. Uh, all the approach metrics are, are very, very reasonable. So, again, no putting contest. He's uh, he's good to go for me. I'm interested in Neiman, 20th in my model, but like he hasn't played, like you said, this whole – in a while. And that's kind of slightly concerning to me, but he was playing great golf before he kind of shut things down for a little bit. And um, his approach game is one of the better ones on tour. So, He's intriguing to me. I'm not sure how heavy I want to go, but it could be one of those weeks to get a low-owned Joaquin Neiman and, and, and flourish with it if he's ready to rock and roll. I'm with you on Lanto, a guy that you know can pipe it, and he's um, he's played very well. This is where I – it was like this range and below is where I really started to kind of look at models slash you know, how these guys fare in recent tournaments on similar golf courses, and I was using my, my little um, you know theory in my head. Wells Fargo, he finished 26th last year, even on a bad year. API finished 21st. Genesis 26th, Farmer 7th. So he played these types of courses very, very well. So And coming off that great week last week. So I'm in on that one. Another guy I was looking at was Mackenzie Hughes at 77. Hasn't played since the RSM, which is slightly concerning. But, man, did he crush it of late. He hadn't missed a cut since the Memorial on June 6th in any tournament he played in. He's been playing very, very well up to that point. So he's he's – on the radar for sure. I just don't know. Like, but like he missed the cut at the Wells Fargo, which is slightly concerning. 32nd Genesis missed cut here last year. So maybe these courses don't fit Matt Hughes. Maybe let him get his feet wet, go play him at uh, either Pebble or, or Waste Management, something like that. But it's a guy that's playing great golf up to this point. And the toughest one for me here is Cam Tringali, fourth in my model. Fourth. I'm just like wrapping my head. He's fourth around the green. He's fifth in par fours. He's fifth in proximity, first in bogey avoidance. I'm sitting there like scratching my head. So we dig, and that's what we figure out here. And we'll look at Cam Tringali, T18th, T49th, miscut, T58, 73rd, his last five years here. Not the greatest, but T18, not bad at this price point. So I, I go to see if my theory checks out. We're going to see if it checks out. Miscut at the Wells Fargo, not great. 
but 31st at the API, 26th at Genesis, 18th here last year. West Coast, long course, potentially decent low on play at 7,600 bucks. I can go there. Love the Luke List call. I'm with you on Molly. Another guy played really, really well at the uh, Genesis and uh, and uh, this tournament last year. It's probably going to be high-owned is the problem. Uh, a guy we played a ton in the the fall swing that I'll be all in on is Aaron Wise at 7,500 bucks, 14th in my model. Putty keeps getting better and better. He's fourth in DK scoring in these types of fields. And, um, again, he hasn't played since the Houston Open in November. That's slightly concerning. But 26th, 15th, 5th, 8th, pretty much in his fall swing uh, before he took a little breather. I like that. He was ninth at the Wells Fargo, which stands out as a pretty nice round as well. Did not play here last year. So first time, uh, at least in a couple of years, to show up here. And then I'll be back on Tom Hoagie. He's similar to Luke List. He's 83rd in my model, but if, if I took difficulty off, he's a top 10 in my model. So I would maybe not go super heavy. Maybe he doesn't play great in difficult tournaments, but um, he could uh, he could keep that current form. as a different different Tom Hoagie than we've seen recently, the way he's playing golf right now. So it could be something to think about. And uh, Dom Walton, who's a sharp dude, says, if it's a tough course, basically give me Mac Hughes. So – Something to keep in mind. Like he's playing great golf. The layoff more than anything kind of concerns me. But uh, these guys also get to play pristine golf courses at all times. So I shouldn't be too concerned. 7K to 74. What do you got? Uh, start off with Brent Snedeker, man. I, I mentioned him last week. and He was like 60, nah, 69. And I decided to go with, like, get cute and play some other guys who ended up sucking. And he finished 14th. Um, the dude has played really well around this golf course at least since 2019 he hasn't missed a cut i uh, does have that one win which was kind of a bit of a default but he, but in 2020 you know he still finished third 32nd last year i like him quite a bit at 74 uh mito at 74 as well um he hasn't played he's on you know he hasn't played since the rsm back in the fall he's never played here but i think he's good enough uh woodland at 73 the model likes him um, he's played well around here. Generally speaking, he's made missed one cut since 2016. Uh, but I mean, three straight missed cuts coming in. I don't know how much I can trust it. Uh, Matt Jones at 7,200, I think is super interesting. Um, he's made every cut here since 2000 that, that he's at this golf course, including the, uh, they finished dead last of the guys who made the cut last year at the U S open, but he's made every cut since, uh, 2009. 2018, he missed the he missed the cut then, but everyone since then he's made the cut. He's coming off the missed cut at the Sony Open after, you know, almost winning the Tournament of Champions. Um, but I think going back to him at 7,200 is is fine. And then that's it for me in this range. All right, so here we go again. Keith Mitchell, 92nd my model, not the most uh, appealing thing. He's eighth off the tee, eleven the par four scoring, driving distance machine. We usually like him on Bermuda greens. I know. I know. I, I had him clicked off too, man. Then I looked at his course history and I was like, no. Of course, that's where his course history Three straight missed cuts here in a T63. But you look at that recent form, 7th, 12th, 41st, 56th, 3rd. That 3rd of the CJ Cubs, at least a decent field, one would yeah. say. And then I started digging. He was 3rd at the Wells Fargo last year. Um, he was 43rd, th- 43rd at API, but then he missed the farmers, missed the cut here, obviously, last year. So it's kind of a where do we want to go with this? How do we want to approach well, Keith Mitchell? I, I would say, if you're especially if you're playing a bunch of lineups, I would. I mean, I think he's a good GPP play for that reason because most people are going to look at the course history and, and not want to click. Um, but yeah, I'm with you. I know what you mean. For sure. yeah, no, I I looked at him like oh, man. So that's I, I dug in on this one. He's one that stood out to me at 74. I think Cam Davis at 73 is very very enticing. He's 24th in my model. Another guy that you know 15th in driving distance, good in proximity of the ranges we're looking for. In this deal, he finished T30. He's made four straight cuts here. T32 last year was his best finish at this course. And he's coming in with a T27 at Sony, T10 at the Century. So I think Cam Davis is definitely someone I like at $7,300. Kevin Streelman will come in low owned. He's not a big bopper, doesn't hit it far as 111th in this field in driving distance, but ninth in the par four scoring, sixth in bogey avoidance, 15th around the green. He's 7300 bucks, and he's played pretty well at this tournament. T37, T45, missed cut, T29, made four of his last five cuts here. So if you're looking for like a low like a low owned guy that can make a cut and hopefully make a top twenty five run, Streelman's interesting for that regard. And then another guy similar to uh, Keith Mitchell, Wyndham Clark, 89th in my model, third in driving distance in this field, twenty sixth in bogey avoidance. And you look at like his recent performances; he's got a T thirty two miscut T thirty five here, so not horrible for a tournament uh, 
type play, but it gets more fun with Wyndham, who actually puts well on the poses best putting surface uh, to knock that one out of the park right out the gate. But then you dig in 43rd at the Wells Fargo. Uh, he was like 60th at the Valsparks is a tough course as well. But uh, 32nd at Farmers last year, like we talked about at the Genesis, though, he was eighth last year. So he's played some of these West Coast courses as well. 17th at Genesis back in 2020. Um, so definitely a, a course that Wyndham, another tournament guy, similar to Keith Mitchell, could make a little run for you at 7,200. And then Alex Smalley at 71. And last but not least, you didn't ask, but I'm going to tell you, it's P-Rodge yeah. week. Um, Patrick Rogers is $7,100. This is a dude. We're on the West Coast. We're on POA. Miscut T9, miscut, miscut T4 here. This is what you get, GPP style with Patrick Rogers at 7100 bucks. But he, he does like himself uh, some POA putting, as we know, and uh, does well on these kind of courses. So um, 37th at Wells Fargo last year, 12th at the Genesis last year, missed the cut here. So P. Rogers at 71 is on my radar as well. 6K range, what you got? Uh, uh, Sevenson. I, I'm assuming that's how you say his name. We talked about him last Svenson. week. I played him. Svenson. There you Svenson. go. Svenson. So 6,900. Uh, he's never played here, but coming off a, a, a solid, well, decently solid week. 49th at the American Express. Seventh the week before that at the Sony. Just didn't have a great Sunday. And if you're not shooting under par at the, uh, uh, the American Express, you're just losing a lot of strokes. Apparently Vince in Whaley has changed his name to Vince Whaley. I don't know. Wow. So I saw on the leaderboard, they had him as Vince Whaley. Another guy who played last week, finished 40th, 17th the week before that at the Sony. Bramlett at 6,700. Two straight make cuts at this event for him, 18th and 45th the last two years. Uh, At the American Express, he was actually around the lead there for a little while. Didn't have a great weekend. Uh, Shot one over on the weekend and ended up finishing 33rd. Harry Higgs, man, it, it, he was right at the lead. Now Sunday. he's made he he shot seventy seven on yep. Sunday to fall back to fortieth, yep. but has made two and two cuts in a row um, at the Farmers. So I think he is very playable at sixty seven. And then how about the disrespect for you, dude, Paul Barjone? I know I got him checked off again. Just keep keep fading him, folks. That's all I ask. Keep fading. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, obviously. Miscut here at the U.S. Open last year is his only start at this event. Tenth place last week at the American Express is a good comp. I don't know, but we're at sixty four hundred bucks here. I mean, yep. you know, like you talked about, you know, the dude bombs it off the tee, right? I mean, it's what, yeah, that's why the drive, that, yeah, the stats three eleven off the tee. I think the stats having fifty eighth in this field. I don't think there's that many guys that hit it that far in this field. Watching him at the Amex, especially Sunday because he had the final group coverage, piping it past everybody in that group. It yeah. was insane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, so at 6,400, I mean, again, we're, you know, we're, we're way down here and that's a guy that I would consider playing even on like three max. Yeah. No, just for his price point, literally make the cut there. And we've seen him get hot. Like he was hitting shots yesterday and we're, we're pretty impressive. And he's, he started out with like two straight birdie or two straight bogeys. Then he goes birdie, birdie, like Eagle birdie. Like he's, he's a DK scorer, man. So Buckle up. That's all I got to say, but 64 hundo. Sorry, do you have anybody else down there? No, I'm, I'm, that's it. Okay. Uh, I'm with you on Svenson at 69. Just, you know, he hasn't played here before. So it's almost like just save 500 and go to Barcelona. That's kind of how I feel about it. But I, I like where he's playing. Like his iron game's pretty darn legit. Uh, CT Pan at $6,900 is someone I had checked off here. He uh, miscut T66, T35, T2 T back in 2017. Again, big time iron player. That's what kind of stands out for him in these events and you check back wells fargo finished 18th last year obviously did well in the olympics if you want to go but genesis finished 20th as well so if you're looking at comp courses ct pan at 6900 bucks can get him at some low ownership in this field um for sure and then some other guys bramlett i'm with you there he's probably gonna be very popular he's 19th in my model but cecil Pete's and mayo are all talking them up already so. yeah have fun with that one, folks. Uh, I do like uh, Harry Higgs. I'm with you 100% on that one at 67. Go back. Hopefully, people have a sour taste in their mouth for that one. Um, and then a couple other here, not named Paul Barjon, who I'm a big fan of. Scott Piercy at 65, good old West Coast player, um, third in par five scoring, sixth in DK scoring in this field at 6,500 bucks. Obviously, he can't putt. There's other issues. That's why he's 6,500, but plays very well on these courses. Similar vein, I talked about him on the fan chair spot. Um, Nick Taylor. He's 49th in my model, um, 12th in putting on POA. 
42nd in DK scoring. He's someone that could uh, strike it for you at 65. And then another 6,400 guy I had checked down, and I had to do some searching because he's 123rd in my model. But um, the uh, JT Poston, T18 here last year, T40, T73, his last uh, three times at this golf course. Uh, 25th last week at the Amex, 42nd in the Sony. So hopefully find some rhythm. The fall swing was very brutal for him. But back-to-back made cuts. Um, he was playing great golf before, 26th the Wells Fargo, 43rd of the Genesis, 18th of Farmers last year. I think posting at 64 is kind of getting might get overlooked in this field. He's a past, he's a he's a tour winner. He's a pretty good golfer. So 6400 is interesting. And if you want a full punt, if you want a full full punt, Brandon Hagee at 6100 bucks, 11th off the tee, sixth in par or uh, in driving distance in this field. It's good. it's messy though. It's like all or nothing with Brian Hagee, uh, with Brandon Hagee. So just keep that in mind. But 26 at the Wells Fargo, even second at the Honda, 42nd at the Farmers last year. So it's some tough events. He's played very well. Even uh, like the Memorial, you got 50th, which is not an easy golf course, and he's 6100 bucks. So not uh, the worst punt you can make. All right, let's recap things real quick. Jesse, 10K and above, who you liking? I'll say Hideki. I don't hate that. I don't hate that. Um, to be different, I'll say Burger, but I like the Hideki call quite a bit. Uh, 9K range, who you got? Zalatoris. I'm going to go with... Man, it's a tough one. I'm going to go with Bryson, but I love this 9K range. Um, 8K, who you got? I'm going to say Gooch. I'm going to go Max Homa. Max Homa's my dude. Uh, 75 to 79. Um, I'm going to say Molly. I like that. I'm going to go with Aaron Wise, and that's tilting because he hasn't played this year, but that's where I'm going. 7K to 74. Snedeker. This is where it gets fun. I'm going to go Wyndham Clark in this range, but some fun GPP plays there. And then 6K. Higgs. Barjon. Let's stay on brand here. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. If you're starting out a cash game lineup, who are three guys you're starting with this week? Um, you know, I would probably go Zalatoris. Uh, I think Palmer is, is very cash worthy. And then... Um, you know, I would maybe venture to put Sneds in a in a cash lineup. I don't hate that. I go with Streelman, Palmer, and I think I would be willing to go with like Finau. But uh, it's if it wasn't Fino, I'd say like maybe Max Homa. But uh, it's it's an interesting cash week because it's such a tilting golf course. Like two bad holes could really make it tough to to make a comeback. Um, it, starting a GPP though, great GPP week. What are you starting out with here? Um, Finau, uh, Gooch, and, and McNeely. I like that. I would go with Max Homa, Keith Mitchell, and Wyndham Clark. Build around that however you want. But boomer bust, GPP style. Now the fun part, as we check out DraftKings Sportsbook, the odds, because there's a deeper field, you get some fun, fun odds here. Who do you got winning this thing? Yeah, I mean, if you look at Fina at 25, there's value there. Brooks at 35 to 1. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to go a little bit deeper, Franny at 80, and then Sneds at 110. I like that. Wolf at 50 stands out if he can get it going because he's good enough to uh, to make that happen. I think Max Homa at 70 is, I like that a lot like, um, because I, I do believe in his overall game. I like that. Um, that Sneds call it 110. That's some nice value. If I had to take a long shot, most long shots don't win here, but if I had to take a long shot, um, man, as I scroll down, I don't like him more and more. Uh, let's go with man, Hoffman. He was playing such good golf for a while. He just disappeared. Uh, give me, let's stick to the guns. Give me Killer Keith at uh, 100 to 1. If we got to see if he can run, run pure on this one. But are any other things that stand out to you? T5s, T10s, T20s, a lot of. A lot of fun ones here for sure. No, uh, but like if you want to, like I, since the, my parlay did so great last week with John Rahm and a bunch of losers, except for the Bengals, obviously. Mm-hmm. I didn't call the Bengals win, but you go John Rahm, Cincy, uh, San Francisco, it pays 64, almost 65 to 1. There you go. That's a big payout. I like that a lot. Uh, a couple of T20s, like Wyndham Clark's 40 to 1 to T20, or 400 to 1, sorry, 4 to 1. Uh, Cam Davis, 4 to 1. Those are. Kind of interesting ones. You want to go a little deeper here? Nick Taylor at five to one. 
he can run hot at these kind of golf courses. Harry Higgs at six to one coming off last week where he fell apart late. Maybe he makes a nice little comeback for you there. And then if you want to go deeper, Barjon seven to one at the top 20. I don't think and then JT posting at nine to one. I, I still don't understand that JT posting price, but uh, maybe I'm just over analyzing JT posting. But all right, Jesse, final thoughts for the Farmers Insurance Open. I don't. Just don't forget it's a Wednesday start. So yep, get your lineups the, in Tuesday evening. That's the way to do it. It's a Wednesday start. So yeah, buckle up, get it going. Good thing it's a, it's a West Coast start. So if you forget and wake up early, you have a little bit of time to, yep. to lock it in. But uh, some good stuff there. But as always, if you guys have any questions, come join us in the Fancy DJs Discord. We could help you out there. Just uh, hit us up, you know, watch us on YouTube, wherever. Ask us questions on Twitter. Jesse's at DFS Golf Clause, the podcast at Always Press DFS. I am at BD Intric. And until next time, good luck, everybody. Dental Associates of Northern Virginia redefine what it means to visit the dentist. Get top quality personalized support from committed experts who prioritize the well-being and satisfaction of you and your family. Care is centered on a highly personalized treatment plan backed by the trust and support of long-lasting relationships. Schedule your next appointment by visiting dental1-va.com slash offer slash Sirius XM. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, look at you. Florist by day, student by night. Student by day, nurse by night. Since 1998, Penn State World Campus has led the charge in online education, offering access to more than 175 in-demand programs taught by our expert faculty. We offer flexible schedules, scholarships, and tuition plans to help you reach your educational goals online. Penn State World Campus delivers on your time. Click the ad or visit worldcampus.psu.edu to learn more. That's worldcampus.psu.edu to learn more. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home.